Coming to you live from central Vietnam, it's the Traveling Dukes Podcast! Alright, and welcome to the Traveling Dukes Podcast. I'm Kurtz, and this is Simon. And uh, yeah, we're down one man. Oh, wait a minute, where's Tom? Lovely little boy. Oh, He's gone away. He went off to college. What will we do without him? <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, Tom, yeah, Tom back, went back to England early. Uh, if, if you watch the Traveling Dukes recap, our last one was in Hanoi on Halong Bay on a boat. Mm-hmm. It was pretty better than our, our usual couch with white background. Pretty better. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty better, yeah. Um, and yeah, on that, we talked about uh, for the first time that we're going to England. That's right, we're going to England. Time. Yeah. We're going to need to change the intro for the podcast. Coming to you live from Manchester. <laughs> Northern England? Yeah, Northwest. Central UK? Northwest of England. Like Something like sort of that. like Central UK, right? If you include Scotland. Uh, yeah, that's yes, yes. Uh, I'll figure it out. No, it is like <laughs> Central. Figure it out. Um, yeah, well, so, so Tom went ahead early to uh, sell some cars and make some money and sell almost all of our camera equipment. But uh, yeah, we're, we're left behind. We're just yeah. traveling dukes, two, two people on the podcast. So what's it going to be like? Probably the same. All right. So on this episode of the Traveling Dukes podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, wanted. Competent Chinese cops <laughs> and uh, a sp- uh, let's see the Chalima Civil Defense and a special sweet potato shop in Japan. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm looking like, forward to that one. Like smorgasbord of Asian things. Now I've seen that kid's photo before. I don't think you have. You sure? I mean, like, I swear. we're getting in a little dodgy racist territory here. So. <laughs> no, no, the. Um, I don't know. No, I mean, okay, whatever. I, I thought I'd seen that photo before from like a previous podcast. Yeah, well, all right. Well, I mean, he, he is currently blowing up on social media, Okay. this child, who is in fact not a child. Oh, that's a man? <laughs> yes, this is a man. Young-looking young man. <laughs> yeah, very young-looking man. So police in uh, Zhenqiong in uh, Yunnan province have recently apologized after being ridiculed online mm. for posting wanted posters of criminals and using child pictures because they didn't have any more recent photographs. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, your cheekbones, uh, cheekbones haven't grown in there, bud. Yeah, um, so this guy is like actually 17 and he's wanted <laughs> for something. I What's don't know, but he actually looks like he's photo? like four. What's the point? Of, yeah, that's, he's from he's from primary school. What's the point of using that photo? Well, one of the police officers <laughs> there said that, well, his features won't have changed. Look at his features clearly. His nose, his eyes, his ears, his mouth, his eyebrows. They won't have changed. So we welcome any times. Is he the racist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, how the hell do you pick out a Chinese boy into turned into a man? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Surely, like, just at least, like, get a get an artist rendering of him of something. Well, that was what a lot of people on Weibo, like China's Twitter, was saying was, surely just pay for a, a sketch artist yeah. <laughs> instead of, a like, a 13-year-old photo. Wait, did... did and this is apparently, like, a common thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, it is recording. Yeah, spaced for a second. Oh, okay. did, I, did I even press record? I did. Uh, I missed Tom. Right. <laughs> right. What are you saying? Oh, is that the actual fella? No. No, so these are three other these are three other suspects that are they're only identified by their child <laughs> pictures. 
let's say, uh, ranging in f- uh, from murder, gambling, gambling, organized prostitutions, uh, <laughs> and yeah, just a bunch now of that's Chinese funny. Children. Now that's funny because like the second I hear that, I'm I'm picturing those children in those like actually wanted atmospheres. Like imagine that little kid just like do, just organizing like a prostitution ring. Just like, yeah, exactly. He's exactly. like, move along. <laughs> like, and the, this kid's wanted for murder. <laughs> and the, one of the funniest ones was this one. Is this was a picture taken of of him, this a murder suspect mm. who's like in his fifties now, and they used a picture from the nineteen seventies. He's wearing like one of those old commie Mao shirts. Wow! <laughs> they couldn't find 1970s. a more recent fucking picture. Outrageous! Yeah. Outrageous! Yeah, so so is that due to poor databases or what's what's that? I don't know. Well, apparently, like China has this whole Skynet thing where it's like yeah, they have everyone's yeah. picture like database. Ooh. But I guess maybe in like rural Yunnan, they they don't really have the mm. budget for that or whatever. Maybe not. But yeah, pretty pr- they, they they got trashed on the internet by people. They were like, "How do you expect us to believe in this police force?" Whoa! Like Are seriously, they allowed to like, say that? Well, yeah, people allowed I mean, to just call the police out. Well, like you that? can say it for a little while before <laughs> you get locked up because oh, the, of your the, child's those people, photo. Those people disappeared for unrelated reasons. Well, and also, like, think about it like this: like, if like like who's to say it's it's at like. Let's say you you write a shitty like uh, review of the Chinese Yunnan police force, yeah, and they're like, okay, it's clearly this child <laughs> grown up now. <laughs> like they could pin anything on anybody if they're using kids' photos. Maybe maybe a policeman are just tackling all these primary school kids outside of <laughs> outside of their schools. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that'd be that'd be insane. Oh. Yeah, so uh, funny old China. Yeah, but so apparently the the police have taken all down all the child photographs. And scrub the internet of anything. <laughs> scrub it clean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that funny, funny little thing about China. I mean, you think, like, China is such a scary place, but you got to remember they are so all just a... There's a lot of incompetence there, too. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of incompetence. Um, there's some strange stuff. Uh, there's a China Uncensored video I really like. What Was it, like, the the top ten weird Chinese projects that are going to cripple their economy by, like, oh, the yeah. next 20 years or something? Yeah. They're doing some... They're investing some stupid money. <laughs> um, especially, like, the, the running out of water is pretty much their enti- entirely their fault. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so let's see. There is a little bit of a little add-on. This is sort of breaking news. Which goes in with our next story, actually. Uh, a Chinese lady was just ar- arrested at uh, Mar-a-Lago. Where's now, that? I don't know if you know where that is, no. but that's in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. Ooh. And that is the beach resort and uh, vacation spot for one Donald J. Trump. Uh-oh. Yeah, so this lady over What was she doing? Here, yeah, well, she got busted. She said she was trying to go to some... Chinese business meeting that didn't exist uh-huh. and she showed up with a bunch of hard drives with like malware on it and like four different phones Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, apparently she's being paid by well she, apparently she has millions of dollars in China but she mm. only has 5,000 in the US so they're like okay we're holding on to you lady oh no so yeah oh no <laughs> we don't really have too many more details on that for right now but stick with us we'll see what's going on next week but it does tie in with our big spy story of the Ooh, week I gotta love a good spy story yeah me too so yeah 
Ah, pretend oh, like that didn't happen. Oh, it's good old Kimmy. Ah, Kim Jong-un, mm. our favorite little tin pot dictator. Uh, <laughs> so this week we're going to be talking about, for our main story, the lead story of the Traveling yeah. Dukes podcast, is the Chalima Civil Defense Group. Now, I don't know if, if many of you have heard about this, but a few days before, or like around a week prior to... Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump meeting in Vietnam, which we covered, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Video coming video, out video soon. Coming out. Yeah. Finally. Better help back there. All right. Um, anyway. So, yeah. So, around the time, like right before they were going to meet in Hanoi, there's this group called the Chalima Civil Defense, where 10 people broke into the North Korean embassy in Spain, in Madrid, mm. to steal documents. And apparently they, Spain has issued like two international arrest warrants. Apparently the leader has fled to America. And uh, yeah, apparently they handed it over all to the FBI mm. right before the summit was about to happen. Wow. Which is some pretty dodgy stuff going on there. Wow. And uh, do we know their motives? Who, who Were they American? No. So the Chalima Civil Defense Group is... Uh, they're also called like Free Jossian. I'm probably pronouncing that right, wrong, but uh, it's a it's a group of dissidents. They actually claim that they're a government in exile for North Korea, and their mission wow. is to overthrow the North Korean government. Oh, cool! Yeah, it is cool. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, so like apparently they raided the, with like fake guns and like fake knives. They busted into the and they're in, North Koreans. Yeah, well, some of them are North Koreans. Most of them are North Koreans. Uh, mm. The leader isn't a North Korean. He's actually a Mexican-American. Very, very dodgy, st- but he looks Korean, mm. but we don't really know where he's actually from. Mm. But it's all over the place. This, no this arrests is, uh, have been made. No arrests have been made so far, because I think they all fled the country. Good. They stole, like, <laughs> diplomatic cars coming out of the I mean, embassy. yeah, obviously terrible. If anyone was ha- harmed, terrible, but, like... Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the, pretty much. There's a secret North Korean spy agency trying to cripple North Korea. That's fun. It is fun. It is fun. I mean, it might have destabilized the talks. Well, which I is mean, okay, well. Interesting. That's cause, the other thing, because like, if, if Kim Jong-un would think that in any way America was uh, behind uh, that, that's right. or like even allowed the Madrid office, like told them to stand down, you know, yeah, uh, it could have been anything like that. Yeah, which is interesting, right? So, yeah, uh, let's say, let's give a little history about the group. So, uh, Chalima refers to a mythical winged horse that the North Korean government uses for propaganda. Cool. Yeah. And it's also, they've they've established a new, like, sect called, like, Free Joseon, which is the ancient Korean dynasty. So, they're trying to, like, restore some ancient dynasty or something. All right. And uh, they were, uh, let's say, ties in with another story we talked about, uh... After Kim Jong-un murdered his brother, these guys were the ones who protected his brother's son, this dude. So he still has a little claim. Murdered the brother at the airport, yeah. Yeah, Um, that's right. episode 15, 14. Whatever, yeah, sometime. The last one. (laughs) The last one. Yeah, it's Kim Han Sol. So he's actually still in the running to take over that country. Mm -hmm. And apparently this Chalima civil defense group is actually protecting him. Uh, They released like a video of him holding up his passport after his father was killed and said, (laughs) ooh, we got him, so you're screwed. Wow. (laughs) Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. I don't know. All right, so yeah, this is the dude, apparently. This is called Adrian Hong or Adrian Hong Chang. Bunch of shady stuff going on right now. We don't even know who the hell this guy is. You can find a couple of clips of him on the internet. Mm. But yeah, so the, what I, I thought was the funniest thing, like he had set up uh, this uh, group called uh, Link, which was uh, an activist group uh, dedicated to rescuing North Korean refugees awesome. in 2005. Yeah, so pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Right? But uh, yeah, so apparently he was in Madrid and he had he had gone uh, he had used a Mexican passport. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he used the name uh, Oswaldo Trump <laughs> to register for you for you Uber. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was Ubering around as Oswaldo Trump. Isn't that yeah. pretty wild? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. So has he? Nothing's really known about him. Now they handed the information over to the FBI. That we don't even know because, oh. like, the FBI is neither confirming nor denying that they actually they got. Yeah, it. yeah they, they don't want to, right? Um, no. And um, okay, well, that's that's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we'll 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 have to find out. Like, I I don't know if we'll ever find out what they actually stole, but apparently mm. North Korea doesn't use a whole lot of like flash drives or whatever they try mm-hmm. to keep as much on paper as possible so they can't be hacked mm-hmm. so they busted in there and stole all these documents which is like yeah. impossible to hack right so they actually th- went in there with like fake guns <laughs> uh interesting so did they choose to do it on the day of the summit because they knew north korea would be distracted is that i i don't know like that's even like if you're against the North Korean government, why would you choose to do it on a day that might what would make the North Korean government think that it was the two were related? You know, why wouldn't you just do it separately? Well, I don't know. I mean, who, who knows what they're thinking as far as like uh, Trump and Kim getting maybe, peace together? Yeah, you maybe know? They, they still want to overthrow Kim. Like if they could screw over. Maybe Kim they and... thought they were going to get a, a piece of documentation that would prove that like. I don't know something like you, you can't trust Kim. Like he's gonna, he said this. He's gonna right. go back on something. Like maybe yeah, they'll just try. Idea. Yeah, that's mm. a good idea too. So interesting. Yeah. So all that in the midst in of Madrid as well. Like why? Why is this? Is there a big embassy in Madrid? Apparently, it's one of the, it's like North Korea doesn't have that many embassies no. around the world. They've got one in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. They've got one in Madrid. I don't. I can't remember the other places they actually have embassies. No American embassy, obviously. No. I think they might have one in China, but I'm not sure. Mm. But yeah, so all that on the backdrop of the Trump-Kim meeting, which we covered a month ago. Video coming out within the next day or so. Yeah, it got delayed for other reasons. For, yeah. It wasn't wasn't our fault. I'll just go go, go out and say. No, we had that edited a couple days after the whole thing, right? Two days after. Whatever, moving on. So yeah, all this in the backdrop of the actual meeting. And this just came out just a couple days ago. What actually went down in the meeting between oh, Trump really? and Kim? Yeah, really? yeah. Apparently, Trump handed Kim a, a, a piece of paper saying exactly how they're going to give up, up all their nuclear weapons to give them to the Americans. And Kim was like, "Screw you," and left. So yeah, apparently mm-hmm. Trump is playing extremely hard ball. And who knows if he was like bolstered by the fact that they had just raided. 
the North Korean embassy Could in be. Spain. You know, he, maybe he just knows that he, Kim's in a lot weaker position than yeah. than he pretends on the world yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe those documents given to the FBI said that. Um, yeah, maybe they said that uh, Kim wasn't willing to, or like he he, w- he had some some kind of nefarious idea, like he wasn't going to back down. So Trump just made it very clear that we're not going to negotiate with this. Yeah. yeah, well, or just take the hardest line possible. Yeah, because like why why get why have any weaker position? But this is the first time where they actually spelled out what denuclearization means, which means giving all of their bomb material to the Americans. To the Americans. That's insane, though. Yeah, it? it's pretty wild. Well, it's like, how else stance. would you do it? How else would you do I it? I don't know. You I don't know. You couldn't give it anywhere else. You know who said a pretty interesting idea was, uh, you know, Scott Adams, the Dil- Dilbert cartoon guy? Yeah, yeah. Watched him a lot. Big fan of that guy. Uh, he suggested that we, uh, we turn North Koreans' uh, nuclear factories into... These new nuclear facilities that uh, Bill Gates is trying to push. Apparently, the fourth gen nuclear is like super safe and super clean. Like, and then just like convert them all into power plants that could fuel the world, which is a pretty pretty awesome idea. How actually. many pl- how many plants does uh, North Korea have? Ah, we have no idea. But I mean, basically, they'd ha- they'd have a lot more energy than they would need, so they could sell out their energy. Not for the whole world, obviously. But no, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, they'd be a cool idea. Right? They're poised to make endless money, like unlimited. Just, just open up trade and just. Apparently, they got a shit ton of rare earth minerals too. Oh, yeah. Like some of the biggest, like, like deposits in the world, which go into like cell phones and computers. Well, there you go. But they just don't have the technology to extract it. Because there's such a backwards... Let's just work something out. Just Come on. Out. Let's do something. Kim, you want to sit down with the Traveling Dukes and Scott yeah, Adams? we'll figure it out. We'll, you know, we'll, we got we'll ideas. We got ideas. Yeah. If you want to talk about tea, you know, whatever. Well, Come well, to me. Well, well, we'll get you a good deal. You <laughs> yeah, know? We'll hook get, you up on some monk food. Get you a good deal. Mm. Yeah, well, speaking of, like, selling stuff, here's a... Uh, <laughs> let's, let's end off with a little nice story. I always like to end off on a nice little of course. cute story. Is that one of those doge dogs? Corgis? <laughs> no. Wow, much, much, much interesting. <laughs> yeah. So this is a sweet potato shop in Japan that is run by a dog. Run by a dog. <laughs> yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah. What's he trying to do? <laughs> Not a whole lot, actually. <laughs> so like, all right. So this is in Sapporo, Japan, mm. and this like little kiosk. It's just plywood. <laughs> it's, is is manned right or yeah. dogged, dogged <laughs> by yeah. a three year old. Uh, Shiba Unu dog. Yeah, it's a, it's a doge. A Shiba's a doge's. Oh, is that, is yeah, that right? The, yeah. Oh, such wow. Yeah, so some girl was walking by and she texted, uh, let's see, actually, let's see. Yeah, she texted her husband. Oh, no, her husband texted her, sorry, that uh, a message saying there's a dog selling sweet potatoes. <laughs> well, <laughs> sign me up. I got to head down straight away. <laughs> yeah, so, so they went, she, she went there and then found out that it was true. And apparently, like, see this little thing right here, mm-hmm. this little box. Apparently, that's just a that's like a heater. Mm-hmm. So there's just a bunch of sweet potatoes, like in tin foil, just sitting you just there. pick one out and you give the dog the cash. Yeah, yeah, and you give the dog the cash and, and he puts the, it in a drawer. Yeah, apparently this dog loves going for long walks on his off days. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like sweet potatoes? I don't know. I don't know if dogs do eat sweet uh. potatoes. But yeah, apparently it's like ninety cents. You got to drop it in the box in front of the dogs, and you take out a potato. And like, who's gonna steal from a dog? You no, know? that's you know? that's the worst karma of all. Yeah, that's bad, bad voodoo. Bad voodoo. I mean, yeah, we wanted to do something like this. We wanted to set up a lemonade stand. That never really I happened. I did. Yeah. Well. 
Well, one day, one day the Traveling Dukes will be successful enough to open up a lemonade stand. Yeah, <laughs> big dreams, everybody. Big get dreams. a nickel here, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. eventually we are we are quite poor. Uh, we don't really have money. So if you want to help us out, if you want to, if you we want are to, establishing a Patreon page. We'll have, we'll have some funny rewards. I'm thinking them through. Yeah, uh, you can be you can be a, a verified Duke or Dame. It's gonna be yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty special. Yeah, I mean. Dear God, just give me a dollar. Just like, anything. Just like, a couple really. of dollars, like <laughs> anything you can do. I mean, this is really, you're really not supposed to beg. I mean, I'm sure this dog is begging. We really need like a traveling Duke's dog. Please, please. We, we need a traveling Duke's dog that could just sit outside our house and beg for money. <laughs> and maybe sweet, sell some sweet potatoes. Yeah, yeah we'll sw- sell some sweet potatoes. <laughs> and yeah, we'll, we'll be able to afford going to England. That's Dear right. God. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's it's pretty lighthearted. One, I, I like a good, good. I like a good spy episode. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. We're going to England soon. So I'm thinking about maybe switching up the format a little bit oh. of the Traveling Duke show. Oh, you are. Well, because I don't know. It's like we're, we're we've been all Asian focused, but you know the Traveling Dukes of globe trodden travelers. We've got to be able to discuss some world topics outside of Asia. Maybe we need to do two different kinds of podcast. I don't know about that. I mean, a show, a show, a, a show and a podcast. Yeah, yeah. A podcast and a show. I'm thinking maybe just like three stories from around the world. I want to like let's get a show going. I want to do like a gaming segment. A gaming segment, mm. like what kind of segment? Uh, gaming news. Gaming news. I follow it all. Yeah, yeah. What's happening with Fortnite? So people want to know. Season seven, bro. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. That's the Traveling Duke Show podcast, whatever. Uh, we miss you, Tom. Yeah, bye-bye, Tom. See you never. See you in England. All right, yeah, see you in like a week. Bye-bye.